Welcome to Season 2 of Busting Addiction and Its Myths, sponsored by Safe House Rehab Thailand, where we offer clients a life-changing experience in the perfect environment for recovery. It's closer than you think. Just visit safehouserehab.com to learn more, or contact us at info at safehouserehab, and we'll tell you more about our $1,000 airfare allowance and our referral rewards program, too. My name is Bruno J., and here's why I created this podcast. It's getting crazier and more deadly than we could have ever imagined just 10 years ago, with opioids and now fentanyl, which is 100 times more potent than heroin. This stuff is killing 130 Americans every day, and maybe your loved one is caught up in this deadly wave. A while ago, I noticed that there was no podcast dedicated solely to talking to that one super important group without whom many addicts would never have made it into treatment, the people who love the addict. What's not helping the situation either is all the BS myths surrounding the disease of addiction, and I know there's lots of scientific ammo to blow up all of these myths so that nothing but the truth survives. I'm totally dedicated to educating the families of active addicts and alcoholics about the nature of their loved one's disease and how to help their loved one get the help they deserve. That may also mean you'll have to abandon some cherished notions of your own, myths that you have been living with that no longer serve you well. So let's start with busting the myths surrounding addicts and addiction and speak the truth. Your loved one's story does not have to end in disaster. For most family members, there is hope. There is always hope. Welcome back to Busting Addiction and Its Myths. This is episode number two, season two, How Can the Power of Now Heal the Pain? Let's approach the issue of addiction and what it does to an ordinary family, a loving, typical, well-meaning, and yes, educated and even affluent family. Let's approach the issue from a completely different angle and see if there's healing to be had there. Let me start with this idea that most families who have never had addiction strike the family have no idea how much pain addiction can inflict on the mom and dad, sisters, brothers, husbands, or wives. I call them out individually because each person experiences the pain of addiction uniquely unto themselves. And make no mistake, addiction and alcoholism are recognized by all professionals as family diseases, which means there is no escaping the effects of this disorder. There is no escaping the pain that this disease inflicts on each individual in an individual way. For mom, there is the pain of seeing the dream she had for her handsome son shattered beyond recognition. For dad, there is the shame he feels when he sees his son failing at one thing after another. For the addict's wife, there is the humiliation of discovering infidelity. For the alcoholic's children, there are the secrets they are forced to keep about dad's troubles with the law. There's an old saying that goes something like this, happy families are pretty much the same. Well, unhappy families are unhappy in a thousand different ways. That concept applies perfectly here, except that the unhappiness has a common source. Addiction in all the dishonest, destructive, dysfunctional, hostile things that it brings into the family to tear it apart without the family knowing what's really at work here. The family does things out of love, but they end up enabling the addict unknowingly, subconsciously, heedless to the lasting consequences. 
What dominates the life of the family is one very big thing, fear of what may happen. The wife is afraid to talk about where her husband was last night for fear of learning the truth or of getting into a screaming match again. Mom is constantly worried about her daughter meeting a sexual predator or of getting beaten up and kidnapped. Yes, she does worry about things like that. There is, unfortunately, evidence that this sort of thing happens often enough to be credible. Dad is afraid his son will get fired from his job and embarrass the family. You know, shame is a master emotion, and it is the source of some of the deepest pain a family could possibly endure. One does not underestimate the power of shame. There are books written about toxic shame. What's going on here? The family obsesses over what the addict did in the past or what he might do in the future. To them, the present moment hardly exists, yet it is the key to healing the pain. How is this possible? Well, once you come to accept that you as the significant other of an addict have zero control over the addict's disease, that you are powerless over his drug use or alcoholism, truths that you would learn in Al-Anon, then what? One thing you should never give up on even as you start to disengage from your addict's disease, is the possibility that your loved one could make the U-turn and ask for and accept help. That's different than admitting you are powerless. You still have the ability to offer the option in a loving way. Here at Safe House Rehab Thailand, we stand ready to answer any, we mean any question, you could possibly have about your situation because we want you to make an informed decision at this important time of your life. Just contact us at info at safehouserehab.com or visit safehouserehab.com and call the number that matches the country you're calling from. Easy, local call. We offer a life-changing experience in the perfect environment for recovery, and it's closer than you think. Take advantage of our $1,000 airfare allowance and don't forget to ask about our referral rewards program. One thing you can do for yourself right now is you can turn your attention, if only for one day at a time, on ending the delusion of time. Uh-oh, here comes the radical part, you say. This idea is radical only because it makes too much sense. I'm going to quote a great spiritual thinker and writer, Eckhart Tolle, who in his book The Power of Now goes on to say this about healing the pain of fear. Quote, Here's the key, and the delusion of time. The compulsion to live almost exclusively through memory and anticipation creates an endless preoccupation with past and future and an unwillingness to honor and acknowledge the present moment and allow it to be. The more you are focused on time, past and future, the more you miss the now, the most precious thing that is, because it is the only thing that is. End quote. Here's another radical thought from Mr. Tully. The eternal now is the space within which your entire life unfolds. You can't live in the future because it doesn't exist. You can't live in the past because it too does not exist except as a memory trace. Why then are we compelled to do both? To live in the past one moment and live in the future the other. Well, here's what the philosopher Eckhart Tolle says. This compulsion arises because the past gives you an identity and the future holds the promise of salvation, of fulfillment in whatever form. 
For families of addicts, the future also holds the terrifying promise of death in a variety of disguises. All are illusions, creations of the mind when it identifies with any other time other than the now. Therefore, our ability to heal comes about only when we are liberated from the enslavement of the past and freed from the fear of the future. Where can we find the joys of being with our family without regret, fear, or resentment, except in the now, in this very precious and perishable moment that will never, ever come again? Where can we ever experience those tiny sparks of pure happiness that only happen among people who once shared life together, except in the now? When forgiveness rules the day, if only for now, and only now, the now is when love that is truly unconditional comes to life, if only for now, and that's okay. You say, I feel awfully guilty going ahead and enjoying my life in the moment when I should be doing something, anything to help the addict. This is where I tell you that you must, you simply must start to focus on taking care of yourself first. That's heresy, you say. That's ridiculous, you say. Fact is this. You have been so busy trying to control the addict, control an uncontrollable disease, over which you are powerless, endlessly obsessing over what the future may hold. You are in constant fear. You never have time to truly enjoy yourself. You are the perfect candidate for codependence. The subtitle of Melanie Beatty's insightful book, Codependent No More, is how to stop controlling others and start taking care of yourself. Stop doing one thing and start doing something new. This is the big lesson from another 12-step program called Al-Anon. It's designed for family members of addicts and alcoholics, and what it is not, contrary to popular opinion, is a group of whiners and blamers, a place where family members and other loved ones learn how to control the addict's substance abuse. It is, in and of itself, a loving program for people who come together to make life better for themselves, regardless of whether their loved one is clean and sober or not. It starts with the admission that you, the family member, are powerless over drugs and alcohol, and that, quote, our lives have become unmanageable. So you begin to believe what it says on these little signs in the rooms. I didn't cause it, I can't control it, and I can't cure it. The it is addiction and or alcoholism. I've seen people stare at the sign, and it hasn't quite sunken in yet, and they say, those are some absolute statements, and I'm not so sure. But after a while, after they stop obsessing about their loved one, addict, or alcoholic, and start focusing on how they should start living life one day and one moment at a time, after they start letting go of their resentment and fear and begin the process of recovery themselves, the truth of these statements sinks in. After some time in the Al-Anon program, people like me who have suffered the indignity and guilt that comes with loving an addict we change from the inside, even though our outside circumstances can be exactly the same or, or even worse. We used to spend our time and energy in resentment, self-pity, and blame, or in attempting to get out of the difficult or embarrassing situations that the addict had put us in, or put himself in. Now we spend it in positive action. We used to have starry-eyed fantasies or dystopian visions of the future. Now we strive to live for today, one day at a time fully present for each moment, empowered by the power of now. Our lives were once characterized by compulsion to control and by self-centered fear. 
obsession with the addict, and resultant isolation. Now they are characterized by genuineness and a healthy desire to be of service, by the integrity that comes with living guilt-free and being fully present to experience the true joy of living. So what did we learn today? One, no one in the family is spared the damage that comes from addiction by a member of the family. Two, fear of what may happen in the future is the underlying emotion that drives the inner life of family members. Imagination turns to the disastrous away from the joyful. Three, it is possible to regain sanity by the family, starting with an appreciation of the power of now. Four, Al-Anon is recommended to family members so that they can put the focus back on their own well-being. And five, it is possible to enjoy life whether the addict is in recovery or not. The Busting Addiction and the Myths That Surrounded podcast is brought to you by the caring professionals at Safehouse Rehab Thailand who offer clients a life-changing experience in the perfect environment for recovery. Just ask us any question, we mean any question, at info at safehouserehab.com. And we may use it on the air with your permission, of course, or visit us at safehouserehab.com. We want to help you make an informed decision for yourself and your loved one at this very important time in your family's life. So tune in next week for the next episode of Busting Addiction and the Myths That Travel With It. And we'll see you next time.